Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. WATV Radio seeks to inform and engage the bride of Christ. To stand up and take your place in the army and the kingdom. We recognize our battle is not with flesh and blood, but with the principalities and the powers of the air. We are a ministry of prayer, and we highlight what God is doing through other ministries and ministers across the globe. We provide a platform for ministers and a place for the bride to come together and rally around each other. Hold up each other's arms and pray for one another. WATV Radio celebrates the various missions that God has called each one of us to in this army. So we desire to promote and enhance the bride as a whole. Go bride! Our soon coming king awaits. This is a WATV disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed in this show do not necessarily reflect the views of We Are the Bride Ministries, We Are the Bride Radio, or We Are the Bride Television. Thank you. Welcome, my friends, to the Texas Power Hour with Pastor Carolyn Sism and Friends. This radio show is an outreach ministry of Eastgate Ministries in Katy, Texas. Experience the power. Experience the glory with Pastor Carolyn Sism. Storage unit, and you don't have to. I don't know if we're going to have to have anything on there. 
would you bring my white flag with the stand that's on it? I like to have that at a conference. You know, God gave me that flag, and I like to have it there. And Carolyn, that staff, staff, the tall staff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Can you have that? Tall staff. What? The pole. Post. Yeah, we, the pole is, should be the rod. Your yeah, rod. The one that was found. The one, yeah, the one that was found in the bob wire. The giant yeah. pool staff. Yes. yes, we need that staff there. Well, because justice staff. Um, mm -hmm. the, the message is about the crown, the scepter, the robe, the throne, or the scepter of the king, and the staff is our scepter. It's one of the way, one of our scepters. It's just one of the parts of it. Jesus is Christ ruling and reigning. So, okay, our message today. Because this has evolved all year long. You, you, I don't know if y'all know this. Like last year, how the seal of to his glory evolved. Mm -hmm. It was it it built. I mean, you don't just have a coffin, or I don't. You birth one. Mm -hmm. It's birthed in the spirit, just like you birth the church, or you birth anything that God does. It does. It's not all brought forth just saying, "Hoop, you do. Let's have a Jesus party." Mm -hmm. So all year long, this has been involving, starting with the first Sunday of January, when the Lord gave us the crown of the year as an impartation or as a blessing for our 2017. And so then it has gone on. But And when you have a conference, when all of you who will have them, and Cheryl's back there, and she's had many conferences and meetings and uh, what you do, and, and that there's going to be an attack, especially if God's in it. So I've been battling all week. Nothing really new, just battling, you know, what Satan's been throwing at me, trying to get me to listen to. And, and, uh, and, you know, just like, you know, it's going to be a great conference. You just get out of here, Satan, you know. Uh, but yesterday, Satan threw a bomb at me. I'm talking about a bomb. Mm. And I will talk about the spiritual aspects of that tonight. I won't do it today. But what it felt like is that they hit by a torpedo. Something ancient, very ancient something. And I mentioned it to Joanne this morning, and she says, you know, even uh, with the federal government, they're digging up stuff that happened 20 and 30 years ago. Mm -hmm. you know? True. This really didn't have anything to do with me, but it was a very intense battle. It came out of left field, totally blindsiding me. And if you know me, y'all know me well by now. When I come under attack, I always accelerate. Yes. But the devil had been beating up on me pretty hard all week. And for the first time since the Lord called me to ministry, I was talking to myself to pull back. Not from the conference, uh, but from these books that we're studying on the Trump prophecies, which are very deep, very intense, and very reveal very dark warfare, are to pull back from the mail, which we're doing on Sunday night by Blake K. Healy, which is also a clear representation of the battle that goes on the realm of the spirit. And this torpedo I got hit with, and I, I, I don't want to talk about it this morning, but it was something where it was when God began to open up the spirit realm for me and I began to see demons and I began to see angels. 
So this is 35 years ago. And in that battle, um, I, I, it was a journey. And so anyway, I, I was thinking I had opened that can of worms back up with this study that we're doing on these high levels of spiritual darkness. But I got the peace from God that we're not to back up, slack up, or sit down. Mm -hmm. This is the battle where God's leading the church into. We've got to deal. We've got to deal with demonic darkness. Yes. Are you just playing church? Because mm -hmm. there's a lot of demonic darkness over our nation and trying to destroy the church. If people don't know that by now, they're they don't, they're not even walking with God. That's right. So I I feel like we've hit the realm of the kingdom of darkness real hard with this conference, or this wouldn't be happening. So all of you suit up. You gotta suit up for your nation. You're gonna to have to suit up if God's gonna use you. Amen. And um, so I went, I'm going to the book of Revelation today. Can y'all believe it's been six years since I taught the book of Revelation all the way through? Hmm. Seems like yesterday. Yeah. It's been six years since, you all remember when I taught the book of Revelation all the way through? Well, I looked at it, it was 2012. But anyway, I, um, in John's letters to the seven churches, uh, Jesus describes himself as the Alpha and Omega, the first and the last. And he tells John to write of a soon visitation, which will uh, either bring great reward for the overcomers, or it will bring judgment for the wicked. And he tells them the things they're doing right, and he tells them the things they're doing wrong. Okay? And we need the Lord to do that, and we know we're under grace. But remember, John wrote the book of Revelation under grace. And in that visitation, the Lord says, I have this against you. So it's very important, church, that he's calling out a separated people. And in the time of visitation, we're either when he visits us, there's either going to be promotion or there will be correction. If we receive the correction, then we will go back onto the path of promotion, and if we do not, we will go into judgment. These are serious matters. We don't, we don't play church here. That's right. We're not playing church. And, we're, and this is not, everything that God is doing now is not playing. This is serious. The seven churches were a cross-section of all the churches in existence at that time. There were other churches in Asia besides the seven named of the Lord. The seven, being the sacred and complete number, was representative of the whole church throughout the world and down through the ages. There are people who teach this chronological order. There are people who teach this all kinds of different ways. And there is not one way only preach the book of Revelation. There's not only one message in the book of Revelation. It is a living word and it's unfolding down through the generations. Amen. So if you went to somewhere and that church of Laodicea was the church of today, yeah, it is. But it's also been a church down through the ages. Okay? Different levels and places where the church has been. Where do you understand Stand that the entire book of Revelation is addressed to those seven churches. 
However, the message of the book of Revelation is transcendent glory to all generations. The word of God transcends time and space. I posted something this week. The, I, the Lord told me so. Whatever what the Lord told me, such and so. So some man responded back, and obviously he's one of those that doesn't believe that God speaks to you now. And he said, uh, well, that's good to know because uh, that happened back then. It doesn't have anything to do with now. I came right back real quick. The word of God is for what happened then. Mm -hmm. It's for what's happening now. Mm -hmm. And it's for what's going to happen in the future. Through eternity. Yes. The word of God is not set on time because God is not in time. Mm -hmm. Time means nothing to God. Mm -hmm. What is in heaven is from the beginning through eternity. God is and there is no time in God. Amen. These letters were designed and meant to prepare the followers of the Lord Jesus for the trials due to come upon them before his return. His appeal is for every Christian to become an overcomer. Now, in early part of my life, I lived in my own rose-covered garden. And I lived, when I married, I lived behind the protection of my husband. And then God brought me out and began to pull me forth to be a warrior. We cannot, as Christian ministers, when God, when there's a place in God where if trouble comes to you, you're going to have to overcome it. Amen. You can't go hide in your rose-covered garden, and you can't go behind, go hide behind someone else. Amen. You have to overcome Satan. That's right. Amen. You have to resist Satan, and he will flee from you. Mm -hmm. You are the one who has to overcome. And he's telling us in the book of Revelation that we are going to have to overcome Satan. Now much of the church is still running and putting their head in the sand. Yes, yes. And saying, I'm not going to deal with Satan. I'm not going to deal with darkness. I'm, I don't want anything to do with it. Well, we can't put our head in the sand because the battle is not against flesh and blood. The battle is against demonic forces and powers and principalities. That's where the battle is. And church, this is what you have to overcome. So we have to know the reality of the darkness. And Satan's not going to throw anything at me that's going to cause me to back up. There's a reason why this came to light. I haven't exactly got it figured out yet, but I will. I'm on it. <laughs> this year, the Lord has blessed our congregation with six spiritual crowns. I don't know what's going to happen at the conference. Uh, and an impartation you received. Not only did you receive a free little crown that was a, the, a prophetic action, and the prophetic action is as anointed as the prophetic word. I did order new crowns for the conference and we'll have those for the ministers and the worshipers. Uh, but I hope those of you uh, who have been given gold crowns that are crowns that you will wear those. Does anyone have one of the crowns that I gave uh, that we're going to be using for the conference for the ladies? Uh, 
Um, no, but uh, you can wear that one. Yeah. <laughs> but I offered these for our 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 guest lady. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I hope you gentlemen will remember to lay out your gold crown and wear it. If you don't, you won't get any. Uh, I won't deduct anything from your grave. Yeah. So hallelujah. But we will. Uh, we have uh, 26, so we'll uh, give us. We'll, we'll be giving those out to the other ministers at the Okay. But, so, um, the veil of the Holy Spirit, that means that we've been blessed with these spiritual crowns. But in Revelation 3.11, Jesus gives us a warning. Behold, I come quickly. Hold fast what you have, that no one takes your crowns. Hmm. Now, last week, there was a prophetic sign in this church. And I realized it. Uh, Mike Strainy was visiting, and he's been through a lot, and I didn't have any gold crowns with me, so I borrowed Sonia's gold crown to give to Mike Strainy. Now, I did not want to take Sonia's crown from her. I made sure today that I replaced that crown. <laughs> now, you can say that's funny, but that's a prophetic action. Yes, yes. yes I know. Yes. Right. There was an impartation that came with that crown. Mm -hmm. That's right. Amen. She lost <coughs> it temporarily. But we, I had to be sure it was replaced because there was a prophetic act yes. that went with the placing of that crown. Yes. Amen. This is not just playing church games here. Amen. All right. There we go. JT, how's Oxana doing? She is wonderful. Okay, well, she's right over there in the middle of what Putin and Trump are talking about in Crimea and. Yeah. And all that's going on over there. So right, right in it. That's right. Yes. J, uh, JT said she went to the Black Sea last week. Yeah. Wild place to pray. Yeah. Wow. Amen. Because yeah. it's all revving up. The God way God. Well, right now you see Israel's being bombed. <laughs> okay, and Israel's bombing back. Okay, so we got to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Pray for the peace of Israel. That's what we must do. Okay, so we see the Psalm 83 war has been going on for some time because they've been bombing Israel around the corner since God gave me that word that the war had started. That was the Psalm 83 war. Okay, and and this and Isaiah 17 war is just about, we're not about to the place where um, Damascus is being bombed around it all the time. And the God make up King uh, is already over in Syria. So this is going to be coming up at the summit. I can promise you that France wants Russia and Iran out of Syria because France wants to control Syria again. So please pray for your president. This is real warfare. This is real stuff. Yes. This has to do with the kingdoms of the world. And the Lord, the, the scepter of the king has to do with you being given the authority over the nations. Over the nations. So I'm asking the Lord, are you giving to your church that remnant? Is there a visitation to give your church this authority over the nations? Because these wars are, are beginning to accelerate. 
And obviously, not only that drum is carrying that scepter. Yeah. With that pride, the angel with the scepter go with him. To get him so stirred up in England. Yeah, to give him the authority over these nations that is written in the Word of God. It's not Donald Trump right thinking this thing up and who you do? Let me go get in the battle. No, the Word of God says. And it's going to happen, and he's going to give spiritual authority to an end time church to rise up, and what he says written in that Bible is going to come to pass. Yeah. Moving on here. First one I'm going to talk about is the crown of life. Revelation 2, 8 through 10. And I'm not reading the whole passage, okay? You know the passage is part of it. To the angel of the church in Smyrna write, I know your works and tribulation and poverty, but you are rich. And I know the blasphemy of them which say they are Jews and are not, but are of the synagogue of Satan. For none of those things which you shall suffer. Behold, the devil shall cast some of you in prison that you may be tried, and you shall have tribulation ten days. Be faithful to death, and I will give you the crown of life. Amen. The Lord has not one complaint against this church. It was severely persecuted, and persecution always refines God's people. When we're reading this book, from uh, these books about heaven, and we're, we have finished three or four of them, and we're reading this book from uh, on the veil, and even the one from Mark Taylor. When God visited these prophets with tremendous revelations and opening up the, the darkness and opening up the heavens, every single one of them that either died and came back to life or they were near death because they were so sick. He had to, they had to totally die to their own self-sufficiency and their own strength yes. in order for the Spirit of God to bring these revelations of heaven through them. Yes. Amen. And I will say, and this is part of that which I'll probably be sharing tonight, and no one will be allowed to have a recorder in the room. Thank you very much. That was, and y'all know this, that was during the time I had four years where I was totally physically collapsed and before the Lord. And it was during that four years that God opened up the Spirit to me and I began to see in the Spirit and He began to show me the demonic. And when I came out of that four years was when the call came to start church. So I can totally identify what's the cost that you're going to have to pay. I had the death of my carnal soul through that. I'm sure all the others did too. But persecution always defines God's people. And when you're in that state where you're just totally worthless to man or anybody, you're you're going to be persecuted. Mm -hmm. Your friends are all going to leave you after a while. They haven't come the first day, but a year later they're gone. Yeah. Right? Right. The crowds come when you're on the top of the mountain. Yes. Okay. But when you're hanging on that cross, uh, they're saying, uh, crucify him. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> uh, 
Um, but persecution, I'm counting all joy. I, all, any persecution I've been through, I counted all joy. Mm-hmm. But the Lord knew that even more severe persecutions were coming and encouraging them to be faithful to death, and they will receive the crown of life and shall not be heard at the second death. The second death is final judgment, the alternative to eternal life. Let us ever be humble before the Lord. Because the crown of life comes at a high cost, which we have not paid in suffering and persecution. Thank you, Alan. I'm being faithful to death. Church in America, you haven't paid that price. You have not had to risk your life to go to church. That's right. And you and your family have not been killed, shot, and had your head cut off because you went to church. And when you receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, your friends and family left you. Mm-hmm. And when you began to see demons, the church probably left you. Mm-hmm. Right? right. Mm-hmm. And that persecution that you haven't served God to the point where you had your where you had your head cut off. Okay, the next one is the rod. The word for rod is R H A D D O S. If you look that up, it means royal scepter, a staff, or a staff, and it is the rod of iron. Uh, 2, 18 through 29. To the, and I, I don't have all seven churches in here. The only one that I pulled out was the crown, the scepter, the robe, and the throne. Because these are the things that God has spoken to us about it these past six months. Okay. Um, I know your works, charity, service, faith, patience, and your works. Hmm. And I had to look that up in a different translation. Why they have works in there? Why? Talking about their first works and their last works. You might do some first works that are good, but then when they're your last works, are they still good? Mm-hmm. You're to be more than at first. Are our works incur- increasing or are we getting weary and well-doing? Are we having the faith to continue on and be faithful in what God has called us to do? Notwithstanding, I have a few things against you. Because you permit that woman Jezebel, which calls herself a prophetess, to teach and seduce my servants to commit fornication and to eat all things sacrificed to idols. There are churches in this city, there are churches all over the world who do not stand up against fornication, people living together, or adultery, or or sexual perversion. Matter of fact, it's going on in the churches. Yes. Okay, the spirit of Jezebel is not only in our churches, but the spirit of Jezebel is in our government. Mm -hmm. Because it has to come out of the churches before it's going to come out of your government. Mm -hmm. But to you I say, and to the rest in Thyatira, as many as have not this doctrine, now, this is a doctrine. I absolutely know of a church that encourages divorce, 
Uh, that encourages their women to go out and just date everybody in the country. Mm. And their men too. Nothing wrong with dating if you're single, okay? I'm not, not talking about that. I'm talking about being loose. If God has a husband or wife for you, he'll send them. That's Amen. Right. You don't have to go looking for them. That's Thank right. you, Lord.
then the reprimand is severe. They are tolerating the spirit of Jezebel. Whether that is her name or her spirit, it does not matter. Jezebel is a demonic principality and power. It's always fighting the prophetic. It's always fighting God's church. And it is fighting your nation. The things that he had, the church had permitted Jezebel to teach. Permitted her to seduce his servants, to commit fornication. Permitted her to seduce Christians to eat things sacrificed to idols and tolerated her in spite of her not being repentant. Her activity had evidently gone on for some time and previous warnings had been unheeded. God, before he visits and brings promotion or correction, there will always be warnings. He will warn you. He will put it on you. Best thing to do is repent right then. Yeah. And not deny it. Hmm. Right. Or make excuses. Just repent. That's what I do. Figure if I repent, he'll get me out of my mess I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> now, sickness and plague will fall as a judgment on her children and um, uh, and literally, he says, I will kill her children with death. Do y'all see how serious this is? Do y'all see how serious this is? That we walk with the Lord in holiness? And let him handle all of our things that we want out of life? Once again, the attributes of God are shared by Christ. I will repay each of you according to your deeds is a repeat of the constant principle of divine judgment in scripture. Uh, Tuesday it was. So I was getting dressed because it was that morning or Sunday morning. It's that morning. I was getting dressed. The Lord speak to me in my dressing room a lot of times. And he said, you're in the battle against the spirit of importance. And we were discussing this, I guess, Wednesday night, and there's a search for significance, and that's very important. And there is a reason to be valued, and for us all to be valued, and we are valued before God. But there is a spirit out there, and you know it, and you see it all the time, of people who want to be important. Mm -hmm. To be seen as important. We're all important, but they want to be seen as important. And that goes along with the spirit of diatrophies and wanted preeminence among them. And Paul put them out. Paul put them out. We all have to be delivered of that. But after a while, (laughs) (laughs) you're the best. Oh, okay.
become in a minister, if you're not, at the time you become a pastor, you will be, all of that importance is gone. Because you've been killed so many times and shot at. And it doesn't matter anymore. Who cares? He calls it tore from the floor. That's right. Just get the job done. Yes. Got a job to do, get it done. Mm -hmm. And if God uses you, hallelujah, there's nothing better than to have the glory of God move through you. That's the best it ever gets. Okay, Jezebel teaches Satan, and I'm going to watch my time here, so-called deep secrets. You've got to be careful with this. Mm -hmm. There's people that are afraid of deep secrets. Yes. There is heavenly wisdom which explores the deep things of God, and that's one of the kingly anointings. And that the Lord will really reveal his mysteries to those kings and they will search it out. So a counterfeit wisdom promises to open up deep things as they are called of Satan. This reference may be to a form of Gnostic teaching, the doctrine of salvation by knowledge. I will not impose any other burden on you, hold fast. His coming is a visitation of judgment upon the unfaithful and a reward for the faithful. I will give authority over the nations. He will rule them with an iron scepter. Messiah's dominion is shared with his victorious followers. Uh, and just as I have received authority from my father, I will give you the more star. I have a whole message on the morning star, so you, that it, I read it last night, but we won't go there today. And this must be understood in, in relation to Revelation 22, 16, where Jesus called himself the morning star. The overcomer is to share the royal rule of his conquering Lord. We live far below what God has called us to do. Okay. Do I need to do anything different? We'll give you a mic. Yeah, just
church partook of the character of the city, whose name was almost synonymous with pretentious, unjustified, promise unfulfilled, appearance without reality, confidence which heralds ruin. It's all about appearance. How many churches? It's all about appearance. In short, for appearances sake. Four things against Sardis. Their works were not pleasing to God. Having a name of reputation of being a live church, but they were dead. And they had few godly members. They had members, but they weren't godly. There are five commands to Sardis. Be watchful, strengthen the things that remain, remember your teaching, hold fast, and repent. The language, I will come on you as a thief, and you shall not know what hour I will come upon, yes. describes the sadness of Christ coming in judgment and our blessing, whether it's visitation or the second coming. This is the eighth prophecy in the book of Revelation which has been fulfilled concerning this church. And this does not refer to the second event, advent, but to a visitation of the Lord. Christ promised not to glide out the name out of the book of life. And when we've been studying these books about heaven, every single one of these people that was took to heaven, they had, there was a book, had their name in it. It was their book. It was a book of their life. And they were shown this book in heaven. It's in this place where all this, of huge books. Thank God that we've got a book that's got our name on it. But we can be taken out of this book, the Word of God says. Um, Christ promises not to blot the name out if any man will obey these commands. If some should refuse to obey these commands, then according to Exodus 32, uh, 32 through 33, it is God's prerogative to blot out their names from the book of life. Mm -hmm. And this is serious business. Yes. Wow. He definitely promised Mo Moses concerning any who sinned. Him will I blot out of my book. The psalmist in Psalm 69, 25 through 28, by the Holy Ghost, prayed that God would blot out his enemies from the book of life. I would never do that in prayer, I don't think. Thank you. Never say never. In Acts 1.20, this scripture is applied to Judas. For it is written in the book of Psalms, Let his habitation be desolate, and let no man dwell therein, and his office let another take. Psalm 69.28 Let them be blotted out of the book of the living, and not be written with the righteous. In Revelation 22, 18 through 19, Christ again threatens to take the names of men out of the book of life if they take anything away from the words of the book of this prophecy. Yes. Mm -hmm. There are those who do not believe that God would erase anyone's name from his book. Hmm. I am only a messenger. That's right, it's in there. It's definitely in there. It is written. There are four promises for the overcomer. Walk with Jesus in white. That's a white robe. Be clothed in white raiment. White robe. Jesus will not lie out his name out of the book of life. 
and Jesus will confess his name before his father and the angels. And you remember the vision that I had a couple of weeks ago where I saw the king in a purple robe extend his scepter to the queen and she was dressed in a red robe. And I heard the angel singing the song, Who Shall Wear the Robe and Crown? And they sang that stanza over and over and over. And then they changed their stanza and they sang, Who Shall Wear the Starry Crown? And they sang that over and over and over. So the angels don't know who these overcomers are going to be. They're watching us. Mm -hmm. They're watching us to see which one of us are going to overcome. Mm -hmm. And then the last one that I have today, we can sit with Christ in his throne. To the angel of the church of Laodicea, right. These things say the amen, the faithful and true witness. Beginning of the creation of God. Note that Jesus Christ calls himself the beginning of the creation of God. He gives himself that name. I looked it up in Genesis, Mark, right on down and then through Peter. And then in the book of Revelation, Jesus calls himself the beginning of the creation of God. I know your works that you're neither cold nor hot. Because you are lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will spew you out of my mouth. Church, it's a time right now when Satan is trying to wear the saints out. There is a great falling away in the church. Yes. People just want to uh, watch television and and play and they don't want to come to church mm -hmm. you know if I was a great preacher and have that miracles up here every Sunday they come in here but when I stop doing the miracles they're going to leave Amen. whatever you do to bring them in you're going to have to do it to keep them in yes. Mm -hmm. yes. so if I do miracles and bring in a great crowd then next week I'm going to have to do miracles or that crowd's going to leave mm -hmm. just so you know mm -hmm. <laughs> to him that overcomes Will I grant to sit with me in my throne, even as I also overcome and sat down with my father in his throne? Laodicea is the final word to the church. The Philadelphia church, they received the, the crown of love, and they represent those who are destined to overcome through love. The Laodiceans represent those who are destined to be rejected because of their self Assurance. Self assurance. The Lord and I did battle with that years ago. I hope it's all gone because I don't have any I don't have any left. If it's not him, we are we're nowhere. Mm -hmm. They represent the final word that, to the carnal church. Revelation 3.18 is the only hope of those who are blind to God's desire. They have need to buy of Christ. That would be Christ's anointed presence. It's a matter of standing in the fire and allowing self to be burned up. While teaching Revelation 3 in June the 7th, 2012, exactly six years ago, 
Under the action of the Holy Spirit, I began to prophesy that the Laodicean church that was renowned for its wealth is one of the spirits over the present global financial markets. Mm -hmm. I prophesied that in 2012 while I was teaching. Since 2012, the globalists have stolen trillions of dollars from the United States of America. Yes. The globalists. The globalists are fighting. I believe, because I thought this out, that when Rosenstein stood up and he made, uh, he announced that indictment of the 11 Russian spies, at the same time that Donald Trump was having tea with the Queen, and then immediately John McCain came on, who is in bed with brain cancer, but he immediately came on within an hour of, of him making that announcement, and he declared that Donald Trump should not meet with Putin. Liar. It was a set-up deal between John McCain and Rosenstein. That's right. I have no proof of that. I'm just telling talking. I can't even say that said floor. It's just that's it came on me real strong. I even put it out there on the and I asked people, what did God tell you? Nobody hardly answered. It's no, clear. it's the truth. It's, it's the clear. truth. It's but clear. this is what I think. It's clear. Yeah. John McCain was in conspiracy with Rosenstein to do that while Trump was having tea with Queen. And the whole thing was to put enough pressure on him to cancel the meeting with Putin. That's right, because he knows stuff. Putin knows who is behind the phony Russian dossier. And a lot more, that's right, and a lot more. He knows who's behind it. John McCain originated it. That proof came out this week in uh, in the struck uh, meetings. It was it's a proven written thing. John McCain originated the fake phony dossier. Okay, Rosenstein wrote the Pfizer warrant to start the Mueller investigation. Yes. Let's go, Jesus. Is it any accident that I went to June the 7th, 2012, when I've got hundreds of messages? <laughs> and I looked up a word that I preached on June the 7th, 2012. And this is what I prophesied. Mm. Laodicean Church, that was renowned for its wealth, is one of the spirits over the present global financial markets. Uh -huh. 2012. I'm just asking. I don't really know anything. Don't try to say I do. I got it. It's 12 o'clock and I got to finish. Mm -hmm. Laodicea was located at the junction of two major trade routes. What's going on on trade? Okay. Laodicea served as the banking and financial center of the province of Asia. It was the wealthiest city in Phrygia. The church took on the spirit of the city. This is a spirit of self-assurance, arrogance, pride, and self-sufficiency. Through self-sufficiency and independence, it's admirable qualities. It is for me. I don't know. I've been, I've, I've been in trouble with God for an independent spirit. 
think it's admirable, but with God, it's not so. He, he keeps me dependent on him. I, I even talked to him about, let's just, just take care of this whole church financial thing from here. Oh, man, I don't have to worry about finances, but he doesn't. He just lets me depend on him. <laughs> he doesn't want me self-sufficient because that has been one of the areas that I've had pride in and I respect. Okay. Got to get rid of that. <laughs> a nation, a people, a city, a church, or a Christian's true sufficiency must come from God. Who alone supplies spiritual riches, blessings, and safety? Clothing, well-being, and health. Whatever you need. It only comes from God. He can turn it off, and he can turn it off in one day. And if you walk with him long enough, you've seen both happen. <laughs> this is part of the spirit of Antichrist that the world will get their eyes off of the creator. The beginning of the creation of God. 2 Corinthians 3, 5. Not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think anything as of ourselves, but our sufficiency is of God. God's redemption turns by of me. Doing business with God on his terms. How many of you have told God your terms for the deal? <laughs> When you want God to move, it's his turn, his time. Man sold himself a slave to sin and Satan. God paid the price of our redemption. Man is now obligated to meet God's terms of faith, repentance, and service. Gold tried in fire equal faith. White raiment equal righteousness. Anoint your eyes with eyesight. Enlightenment by the Holy Spirit and the word of the word of God. Here is a church that demonstrates what wealth and power can do to Christians. Yeah. Be careful, wealth and power can ruin you. Be mm -hmm. careful, the gifts of the Holy Spirit can bring you down. Yeah, it's true. That you begin to use the gifts of the Holy Spirit for your own gain and your own promotion. Amen. Our importance. It was also famous for its jet black wool from black sheep, which were made which were made into expensive garments. It was widely known for an eye salve made from powder and mixed with olive oil from a local stone. Jesus identifies himself as the beginning of the creation of God in the book of Genesis and in the book of Revelation. To him that overcomes will I grant to sit with me in my throne even as I also overcame and sat down with my father and he in his throne. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. The highest place that heaven affords is by Jesus, Jesus' by right. Participation in his sovereignty is granted to his people. That we are to sit with Jesus in his throne appears to reveal that we will be in Christ it says we will sit in his throne. If I'm sitting with him in his throne, I am in him. Amen. Just as he is in the Father. 17 blessings to the overcomer in Revelation 2 through 3. I'm going through them quickly. I didn't cover all these today. I just covered the ones that have to do with the crown 
scepter, the robe, and the throne, because that's where God has led us this year. The tree of life, the crown of life, escape the second death or lake of fire, the hidden manna, a white stone, and a new name. And one of the things that Mark Taylor shares in this book is when God gave him a new name. And I, I didn't write it down, but uh, it means the beautiful, all-glorious one of Christ. Wow. Power over the nations. Complete defeat of rebels. The morning star. Walk with Christ in white robes. Name eternally, eternally in the book of life. Confession of our name before God. A pillar in God's temple eternal, abiding with God, God's name upon us, name of the new Jerusalem upon us, the new name of Christ upon us, the eternal throne and kingdom of God that you will be seated in. And the transcendent glory of the book of Revelation is seeing that the blessings are for any generation and all generations who love, serve, and receive Christ, and if need be, bear a hundred persecutions. A lot of people never walked out of their traditional church background because they could not handle the persecution or the rejection. No matter how dark and evil days become, our sovereign Lord will appear and smash the forces of evil and exalt his church, of which the gates of hell will not prevail. But he doesn't say that we won't face, have to face down demonic powers. We have to overcome to receive these spiritual places in Christ. Amen. 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 With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.